Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore real life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world. So today's part two, we're going to talk or continue our conversation about how to better understand people. We're going to talk about what we will always refer to as the six areas. Chris, what are the six areas we're referring to? I've spoken about these for so many years. They are ingrained in my brain. So we are spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational. The last two are connected. Either we're in a professional mode or working on our education. Right. And so why are we going to talk about these areas? Over our many, many years of working with people, being in mentoring relationships, when we can address specific questions to these specific areas of another person, um, yeah, you get to know the person more holistically. True. It's, it's interesting, uh, especially with men. Uh, left to ourselves, we will stop at certain topics. What do you do for a living? What are your hobbies? We might talk about family a little bit, where you're from. Other than that, we don't talk about these other areas at all uh, for the most part. And so I I get to know guys really well as a mentor because I specifically ask questions for each of these areas. Yeah, and as women, we probably do a much better job, but I find that asking specific questions help kind of streamline conversations. So today we're going to be talking about what are questions that you can ask And this is just great information if you're a mentor. But maybe you've never thought to ask these questions of somebody you live with, you know, a a child, an adult child. um, A a spouse. I just had that thought. A sibling, yeah. Have we done this ourselves? Probably not. We're failures. Well, what what losers? (laughs) No, we're not. No, but seriously, to to sit down and and go over each of these areas, and it may not be one time. Yeah. Uh, We will go over all these areas in one setting, rather. But over the next couple of weeks, let's talk about these topics. Yeah. So let's just, we're going to throw some examples. We're going to take the first category of the six categories, and we say that people are emotional. We know that. We have an emotional thought life. We, uh, we need to tap into those. So here's a question to get some things uh, discovered about a, a person's emotional side is, what would you say you're honest in your emotions? Say that again. The question is, or would you say, would you say you're honest in your emotions? Now, I kind of have a problem with that question because a person could just say yes or no. Yes or no. So I think, how honest are you in sharing your emotions is the better question. When I saw this, um, I also thought the same thing. It it could be phrased better. Right, right. Make it an open-ended question. Right, yeah. So ask that one more time. I don't know now. What did you say? <laughs> How honest are you about sharing your emotions? Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm very honest. I would say, some people would say I'm very honest. Uh-huh. Okay. Give me an example. Give me an example. Yeah. Um, years ago, when uh, early marriage, I remember asking you something like, "Christina, are you doing okay?" And what what did you say? Fine. Well, I'm fine, but you really weren't. So you weren't being honest in your emotion for whatever reason. Uh, that's what you felt like you could say at the time. And I've, d- I've done the same thing. So what's the big deal? You know what? That one question could be so eye-opening. So if somebody says, you know, I'm very honest about my emotions with my friends, but I will never tell the truth about my emotions with family. 
boy, that's something to dig into. Yeah. Yeah. So just asking questions about their emotional life. Um, I love this question. When was the last time you had a good laugh or a good cry? You know, we know that things happen in the brain, endorphins are released in laughter, but also in tears. And so just asking that kind of question. If somebody says, I haven't cried since my mother's funeral, hello, that's something you can dive right into. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when that question, when's the last time you had a really great laugh? My brain goes back to a, a moment at uh, my my aunt's house mm. where we're sitting around the, the table just laughing where you actually cry because you're laughing so yeah. so well. That that those are good times. For me, I'm just thinking, hmm, when was the last time I had a good laugh? That could be really telling. Like, Christina, are you having joy in your life or are you too focused on one thing or another um maybe that's yeah that's a, a good discussion point too to ask people yeah we will keep things private but we have three adult daughters uh-huh. um currently there are 19 23 and 27 uh-huh. question for you as a mom yeah would you say our daughters are expressive in their emotions to us yes yeah i would too i i think we've we've given them a uh a solid foundation growing up in our home that they were allowed to do that. Now we made our mistakes along the way, but I, all three of our daughters have, I think have, have learned to express very, um, uh, very easy. I don't know if it's easy, but effectively their emotions for the most part. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Let's go on to mental. Um, so we know that we're emotional beings. We are also mental. Um, those are the things that goes on in our brains, our thoughts, So here's a question you could ask. And again, we need to reword these questions. We're taking these questions from a workbook. It's curriculum that we use when we're doing a workshop. And we have on there, do you battle with discouragement and depression? That's, again, it's a yes and no question, which we don't want. We want... There there is a follow-up, though. A little or a lot. If they Mm -hmm. said yes, okay, a little or a lot... Uh, does it control you or just visit you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I love this question. What are some thoughts and memories which cause you stress? Um, and you could, you know, or, or cause you joy or cause you uh, to be sad, cause you to be reflective, whatever. I just think getting inside people's heads where they have to do some mental digging <laughs> You know, with the holidays coming up, this is a great thing to do around the Thanksgiving table. (laughs) Not really, but maybe, you know, if your family is open enough to ask some questions about as you're reviewing this last year, what's the most painful experience? What's the most uh, joyful experience? Just tapping into what people's thought life is. Let's remind one another with Thanksgiving coming so soon this year to do that with our family. Yeah. Who's ever going to be with us this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done this before. And it's interesting. I've discovered in many settings, different settings, from family to friends, many times no one will initiate this. Right. But often most people participate. They participate because yeah. they, they want, if someone will initiate it, yeah. these kind of questions like, you know, how have you struggled uh, mentally in the last year? Uh-huh. Or uh, how have you been discouraged? And what, what did that look like? 
initiating that conversation yeah. will get people to talk many times in a safe setting. Yeah. Around a dinner table after you've eaten. Guys, seriously, here's a practical way. Yeah. You've eaten, you have the dessert, the coffee's out there, people have been talking and laughing, and someone is deliberate about initiating this conversation. Yeah. And don't put people on the spot. Okay, we're going to go around in a circle. Everyone must you answer. You must answer. No, if you would feel comfortable, if you'd like to, yeah. we'd love to hear your perspective yeah. on this past year concerning yeah. this topic. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so emotional, mental, we're going to talk about the physical. Um, sometimes I think we take this for granted, but uh, asking questions about, hey, what's one way you keep fit? Um, are you pleased with... Uh, your nutrition right now or your level of exercise. I um, do have a humor story. Oh, great. So I have a very good friend <laughs> who he knows nutrition inside and out because he is, he is a scientist. <laughs> Last week, I was dealing with some high blood pressure issues. He called you out. Well, pretty much. <laughs> so um, I'd been dealing with it for a couple of days and it brought on some stress. So here's a, here's a side note. Yeah. These aspects of who we are. Yeah. They all are connected and they affect one another. They sure. impact. So, for instance, I was dealing with a physical issue, higher blood pressure. Mm-hmm. It affected me mentally. Sure. I found myself discouraged, kind of fearful, uh, and it was messing with my emotions. Yeah. All right. So, I'm having coffee with my friend and he asked, well, Chris, so how are you doing? And I said, well, and he's the type of guy I we call when there's a health issue in our uh-huh. family. What should we take? What should we do? And he's very to the point, mm-hmm. but I love this man, and I needed this. Uh-huh. I said, well, I, I think I'm, de- not, I'm dealing with some higher blood pressure issues. And uh, did I say that correctly? I'm dealing with some high blood pressure issues. Uh-huh. And he looks at me and says, <laughs> do you know your, your uh, fat percentage on your body? <laughs> I was like, wow. He says, I'm so glad that and, I and wasn't he said, there. And he said, do you have a, uh, like a seamstress measuring tape that's flexible? I said, I do. He says, Measure your, I'll, I'll send you some information how to measure effectively to find out your, your fat percentage of oh, your body. Yikes. Okay. Then he looked at me and said, you probably need to lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> now, hear me, hear me on this. Had this man just met me for the first time, right. I would have thought, rude. well, that's rude. <laughs> but he's a trusted friend yeah. who I know, he loves me. Right. And he wants the best for me. Right. And so, yeah, he, he could ask me that kind of question. Right. Okay, good. Let's go into spiritual. We are all spiritual beings. All of us are. Some of us are awakened to who Father God is. Some of us are not. It doesn't mean that we're not spiritual people. And so having spiritual conversations, um, I used to feel super intimidated by having spiritual conversations with people who didn't share my same beliefs. Now it's a build. What am I trying to say? a bridge builder. It gives me so much insight to other people, but if they will engage with me, it gives them a lot of information about me when I talk about my spiritual life. Yeah. I don't know if it's it's this way in other cultures, but I would say in the part of the U.S., maybe all of the U.S., uh, you tell someone, uh, I'm spiritual. Oh, so you're religious. That's not what we're talking about. Right. But it it's it could be closely connected for many people. Sure. If you're spiritual, that means you're religious because I'm not a religious person. Right. But I, I'm a spiritual person in my in my faith and relationship with God. 
Yeah. So what could questions like that, uh, just simple. Hey, what's your faith background? Tell me about your faith background. Yeah. Help me understand that. Yeah. And so recently you and I have been on a uh, Zoom call Uh uh, for the last few weeks with uh, some Messianic Jewish people. Yeah. There's a rabbi who's leading it. It is so interesting. I have no background in that, nor Mm -hmm. do you, Mm -hmm. but I'm learning a lot and just the the level of compassion and understanding right. on those calls, I'm really appreciating it. Well, when people, especially with different faith expressions as us, when they feel heard and respected and honor, boy, is that, it's such a bridge builder. It's an open door to um, a, a potential friendship. Exactly. It, it really is. Yeah. Who yeah. do you see God as, uh, as, excuse me, do you see God as more as legalistic? Or do you think you understand his grace and mercy that he says he offers us? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. And I can totally respect someone when they say, no, God is legalistic. And this is why I believe this. Mm-hmm. And many times it's because of a background situation they've dealt sure. with. Mm-hmm. But yeah. again, it helps you understand where that person's coming from. I want to share a story. We lived in Vienna, Austria for nine years. And while we were there, our three daughters attended an international Christian school. Most of the kids who attended that school were not Christians, but they were internationals. And so there were about, I don't know, 30-ish countries represented and about 300 students. So we were always a minority, which was fascinating. We always got to learn about other cultures and religions. And uh, our older girls were friends with a family. It was a single father. He was older. His mother had passed away. They were... You mean his wife had passed away? His wa- Yeah, yes. his wife had passed away. And we had dinner with his family and our family. And he came from a Muslim background. And the whole evening was talking about the differences and yet the things that were similar in our faith backgrounds. And it was so healthy. And I think when we dare to do that, we see that there's not a lot of things different um, at a core level. Maybe maybe, maybe I want to say that differently. We're not so different than we think we are. God has created us to be known by him. Right. And so engaging with people on a spiritual level, ask them questions. People love to talk about themselves. I love it when people ask me questions about me. Ask, dare to ask people about their spiritual conditions. Yeah. And, you know, our, our spiritual um, situations, uh, level of maturity change over time. Yeah. And it may be a conversation that, that helps uh, yeah. um, move that forward. Yeah. But again, respecting people, this is where they currently are. Right. Okay, let's go on to relationships. People are relational. So a great question is, uh, what do you consider a healthy relationship? Or describe your most healthy relationship right now. I think that's a great question to get people talking about relationships. And Part of the importance of this, this type of question or concerning the topic of relationships on how to better understand people, yeah. which is what we're talking about. If you've come from um, a dysfunctional background, your perception of what a healthy relationship may not be so healthy. Sure. And I, I'm speaking that from personal example right, from growing right. up. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn over the years what healthy relationships really are like mm-hmm. and which ones are not healthy. But it's all I knew at the time. Yeah. So at this point, what would you say is a healthy relationship? Sure. And you can take that all to, you know, what's the most 
challenging in a relationship you have. But just asking people about their relationships is so insightful and helps you really understand people. This next question I want to, I want to throw out there uh, is I say I'm meeting with another guy and we're talking and I want to find out the level of maybe um, security he has right now or uh, what's his, his peace like? Uh, is he encouraged? Check this out. Are there some relationships in your life which frustrate you and impact you negatively? Mm. Negatively. Uh-huh. And so if it's a close relationship like a spouse, a child, um, a parent, a, si- a sibling, a close friend, uh, that can open up the door to other conversations, Christina, mm-hmm. about where they currently are. Yeah. yeah. And so, wow, I, it makes sense that you're frustrated because this has happened with that relationship. Again, it gives me a better perspective and understanding of that person sitting in front of me. Okay, so we're addressing today how to ask questions to engage all six of a person. So we've talked about the spiritual, the physical, the mental, emotional, relational. And the last one we're going to talk about today is professional aspect of somebody or if you know educational if they're a student or whatever but um what are some great questions to engage somebody there well let me let me interject this first i needed this so desperately when i was preparing to graduate from college with Mm. my bachelor's degree and then after that because i was so lost i needed someone a few people to have conversations with me to understand what direction I go with a career. Mm-hmm. I, I was so lost and I would go from one job to the next and either this did not fit or that, that didn't fit. And you could say, why does this matter in talking to someone? How do you better understand people? Had someone sat down with me with some career background, mm-hmm. they could have said, Chris, from talking to you, it seems like you're really confused on mm-hmm. where to go with this career. <laughs> it seems like Honestly, you're insecure and you're fearful of stepping outside of your comfort mm-hmm. zone. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you um, are stuck maybe in this mindset, like mm-hmm. this is all you can do. Right. Does it make sense? Yeah. So some of the questions, is there something you need to do today in order to change your work and income circumstance? Mm-hmm. That's a great question to ask. Yeah. Um, I'm talking with a guy and he's been married for a couple of years and and he's been uh, in a temporary job and he has a, a job possibility of a full-time job, but he doesn't know that he wants to do that as a career mm-hmm. and he's struggling knowing if he should take it or not. Mm. He needs to pay the bills. Yeah. I needed take someone, <laughs> I needed someone to just tell me, Chris, it doesn't mean you're going to do it for the next 10, 20 years. Sure. It's an, a job that's been offered to you. It's pretty decent pay. It'll take care of the bills and then some, it'll help your wife stress uh, um, decrease level. Yeah. Take the job. Yeah. I think, uh, especially depending on how well, you know, a person when people are in seasons of professional career, educational changes, they desperately want to have somebody help walk them through some things. Earlier this year, I took a, a two month sabbatical because I was really struggling with what am I supposed to do career profession wise? And just having people to engage in and ask questions to better understand me is so, so helpful. I do want to say as we close soon on this topic, this is where if you, whatever career you're in and you're meeting with someone and they're in a, uh, either a transition with their career, maybe they just lost their job. Maybe they're seeking further education. 
you could be a strong connection for them. Yeah. Let's say they are interested in the field that you're in. What if you took the time to meet with them and explain to them what it's really like in that field? Mm-hmm. What if you connected them with some other people? You can't promise a job for the most for the most part, but what if you connected them with people to help support them and build a foundation for their career? Mm-hmm. That can mean so much to people. It can give them hope. When I do that for another man, you think he's open to my conversations? Yeah, exactly. he is because he goes, "You care about my livelihood." For my career and job that could support me and my fam- my family and me, I trust you. So today we've talked about asking specific questions that will help you better understand anybody, but especially if you're mentoring someone in the areas of sp- spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational, professional education. We think it's important that you talk about that. It gives you a holistic picture of who someone is. And each one, like we said, affects the other. If somebody's doing uh, well professionally, it's going to affect them well <laughs> in their emotions and vice versa. So it's important to talk and ask good questions, better understand people. As always, thank you for listening. We ask that you would su- subscribe and like, leave us a review if you like what you've heard and this has been beneficial and you'd like to donate, feel free to do that. And again, thank you for tuning in. Bye.